The Scottish Borders, a region steeped in history and natural beauty, has a compelling past shaped by its location on the historical border between Scotland and England. The picturesque area was the site of numerous conflicts and skirmishes between the two nations, with border towns and castles serving as strategic strongholds. These regions would be ruled over by the notorious Border Reavers. The Border Reavers were a group of lawless, often ruthless and fiercely independent clans and families who inhabited the borderlands between Scotland and England from the late 13th century to the early 17th century. The Borders and the English Northumberland region were marked by constant cross-border raiding, feuds and lawlessness. The Reavers operated in a lawless environment, taking advantage of the political instability and lack of strong, centralised authority in the borderlands. They were notorious for their cattle rustling, pillaging and acts of violence, often stealing livestock and goods from across the border and conducting raids against rival clans or families. The Border Reavers' activities had a profound impact on the borderlands, contributing to a culture of violence and lawlessness. The pacification of the Border Reavers and the restoration of order to the turbulent borderlands only began in earnest after the historic union of the crowns of England and Scotland in 1603, when James VI of Scotland ascended to the English throne as James I. While these efforts were seen as a necessary step towards peace, they were marked by extreme measures that, when viewed through modern eyes, can only be described as harsh and unforgiving. In an era when your very name or associations could lead to dire consequences, the border region experienced a period of brutality that some might liken to what we now call ethnic cleansing. The wrong name on your family tree or even knowing someone associated with the notorious clans could result in a sentence of hanging. This was a dark and harrowing chapter in the history of the Scottish borders, where bloodshed had become a grim and all too familiar aspect of life. While the Reavers may hold a notorious place in the annals of history, as past inhabitants of this land, the roots of its darkness stretch far beyond their time. Long before the first Reavers ever roamed, this region bore witness to a history of bloodshed and eerie tales that left an indelible mark on its landscape. As we delve into the depths of this chilling history, we'll uncover a story that predates the Reaver era, a tale that has haunted Melrose and its surroundings for centuries. The legend of the Hunderpressed, the vampire of Melrose. Melrose, a picturesque town in the Scottish borders, is steeped in history and renowned for its historic significance and natural beauty. Its origins can be traced back to the 12th century when it was established as a monastic community. The town is famously associated with Melrose Abbey, a magnificent Cistercian monastery founded in 1136 by King David I of Scotland. The Abbey's exquisite architecture, intricate stonework and serene surroundings have made it a beloved attraction for visitors and a testament to the region's medieval heritage. The town was often the centre of border disputes and changing allegiances. Today, Melrose stands as a charming town with a rich historical legacy. Tourists can explore not only the iconic Melrose Abbey, but also the quaint streets, gardens and stunning views of the nearby Eildon Hills, 
which have inspired poets and artists for generations. Melrose remains a testament to the enduring beauty and historical significance of Scotland's border region. In the 12th century, the Abbey was the focal point of the area. The monks who lived and worshipped there had built the Abbey, the first Cistercian Abbey in the country, at the behest of King David I. The monks brought new farming techniques to the area and made a healthy profit selling Melrose wool, famed throughout Europe. However, there was one monk who was less interested in the spiritual side of life and more interested in the hunt, and given his proclivity to hunt with dogs, he earned the moniker of the Hunderpressed, or the Dog Priest. The mysterious figure was also said to possess a sinister secret, an insatiable thirst for human blood. The Hunderpressed was rumoured to have made a pact with dark forces, granting him the power to rise from his tomb after death and prey upon the living. In life, he was said to have lived a less than holy life, a notorious womanizer and drunkard, whose debauched behaviour brought shame on his order. Soon his lifestyle caught up with him, with death taking him one drunken evening. After his demise, villagers shared unsettling accounts of the lingering presence of this loathsome creature, as it roamed the dimly lit streets and meandered among the ancient gravestones of the Melrose Abbey after the Shroud of Darkness descended. It was said that the night air would be filled with his pitiful moans and mournful groans, sending chills down the spines of those unfortunate enough to hear. The Hunderpressed's macabre legend takes an even darker turn as it's whispered that he relentlessly pursued one of his former mistresses, a woman residing in close proximity to the Abbey. While in life he purported to be her devoted chaplain, the reality of their relationship was far from the realms of holiness. In the dead of night, the Hunderpressed, intimately familiar with her dwelling, stealthily gained entry into her chamber, his intentions far from seeking comfort or solace. Instead, he hungered for her very life essence. What the woman beheld was a sight of abject horror, as the corpse of her former lover lurched menacingly toward her, animated by malevolent intent. A heart-piercing scream pierced the night, reaching the ears of neighbouring residents who rushed to her aid, collectively repelling the evil monk from her room and sealing his gruesome legend forever. Soon after, he made brazen attempts to breach the sanctity of the Melrose Abbey itself. With fevered determination, he clawed and pounded at the doors of the cloisters, leaving the terrified monks on the other side to fend him off with fervent prayers. However, this was only a fleeting reprieve, for the malevolent presence continued to haunt the town's winding streets on dreary, moonless nights. Then came the spirit's final visit to his terror-stricken former lover. Overwhelmed by fear, her piercing screams once again served as a distress call, reaching the ears of vigilant townsfolk who, already familiar with the horrors of prior encounters, rushed to her aid. Their impassioned shouts and cries sent the loathsome hunt fleeing into the night. 
At this pivotal moment, the beleaguered locals demanded decisive action, insisting that the town be freed from the grip of this vampire menace. A resolute team of four monks was then entrusted with the solemn duty of purging the sinister spectre from their midst. In preparation for their final encounter with the malevolent vampire, the pious monks of the abbey embarked on a spiritual journey, fasting and praying for several days. Little did they know that the conniving and spiteful vampire would exploit their vulnerability and seize his chance to infiltrate the sacred grounds. As the sun dipped below the horizon, casting shadows across the abbey's ancient gravestones, the sinister presence of the Hunderpressed took form. He morphed into a bat, his sleek silhouette weaving among the tombstones, a harbinger of impending doom. But the monks, attuned to the ethereal world, were not blind to this dreadful apparition. They watched in silent vigil as he hovered ominously by his own gravesite. In the face of this supernatural menace, the courageous monks devised a daring plan. They divided their ranks, with three monks lying in wait and one valiant soul offering himself as bait. The lone monk stood resolute, armed with a mighty axe, prepared to confront the malevolent spirit that threatened their peaceful existence. And it didn't take long for the Hunter Press to take the bait, for he was drawn by the monk's unwavering determination. The vampire materialised before him, a spectral figure of malice, yet the brave monk didn't flinch. With a mighty swing of his axe, he struck hard at the spirit, dealing a blow that sent shivers through the vampire's ethereal form. Sensing his impending defeat, the hunter pressed retreated, vanishing into the hallowed ground of his own grave. Here the legend branches into two distinct narratives. Some claim that the Hunderpressed was sucked into the very earth beneath him, swallowed by the sanctified soil that had once given him refuge. Others tell a tale of the vampire retreating to his coffin, waiting in the darkness as the four monks returned at the first light of day. They exhumed the coffin, exposing the creature within, and consigned him to the cleansing flames, reducing his corpse to ashes. These ashes were scattered to the winds, ensuring that the Hunderpressed would never again rise from the grave. Regardless of the version told, the common thread is that the vampire was believed to have been defeated and laid to rest. However, the townsfolk speak of eerie nights when the graveyard seems to come alive with moaning and wailing. A grim reminder of the evil that once walked among them. The legend of the Hunderpressed, the vampire monk of Melrose, serves as a cautionary tale, a testament to the bravery of those who defend the sanctity of their sacred grounds. It's a story that lingers in the hushed whispers of the town's inhabitants, a reminder that even the darkest of evils can be vanquished by unwavering faith and courage.